Good morning. It is March the 23rd, Tuesday. And all around us, there are things that are going on. But you wouldn't know unless you were on the pathway of engaging and transitioning. What can I say? So many people really just don't engage in public policy. And public policy is none other than engaging in the outcomes of, as we're living in America and we're Americans, everybody pays taxes. You know, and you might want to ask just what is the American taxation system and how does it affect each and every one of us? Because truly, it is our reality that we are affected by the American taxation system. There are just people who are just totally gifted as Nipsey was, as Malcolm was, as Marvin was, as B.B. King, Bobby Blue Bland. I mean, I think, I don't know. I mean, the whole thing is, is that we have talented people, talented spirits that are allowed to progress in life and make the most of what they can. Truly, discipline is an issue because some people just get so out of control, they harm themselves. In America, or in the universe, or in life, it is all about understanding who you are as an individual and what truly your ability is in the challenge of life. If life brings different circumstances to each and every one of us, mine happens to be was a blessing at one time when I had the opportunity to go to school every day with my children. Not every parent can. So therefore, not everyone really understands the whole journey of public education as it establishes the person that you are, as education is built on the fundamental, fundamental, gotta say the whole word, steps of whatever building blocks, wherever challenge you're going, whatever road you're on, really doesn't matter if you're not moving forward and you're stagnant. My people, I watch them and they were in Miami during spring break. And you know, kids, gonna be kids. Young folks gonna be young folks because these young folks didn't have to live through what we older folks did. And the real deal is that for the community who looks like me, and I'm an African-American, and I will proudly claim that I am, Historically, a descendant of an American slave. As some people who come here, who share the color status, do not share the history of the American slave. From the historical perspective, we can only go back, for the most part, a short time. But know that there are records in America that follow your family line just as court orders sealed the 
birth records of children who are adopted, just as we all know that family members should not mix as causes more health issues. And what can I say? This is America, and we really understand we the people. So in areas where we the people are very, very strong, they really don't... um, no, I don't see them being inclusive of everyone. They have this bill out right now. And, you know, somebody was getting on somebody. And I think it was somebody was getting on me about talking about legislative policies that are written within states and implemented by elected officials within those states to serve the community. But when there is legislative policy that is written in 2020 language that reads like this. Let me get ready. SB 312 summary provides for the use of certain federal funding for the costs associated with the enrollment of pre-kinder pupils in pre-kindergarten education programs in the 21-22 and 22-23 school years. Now, this was introduced first, March 22nd, 2021. And is there an effect on local government? No. Is there an effect on the state government? Yes. And there are two senators that are sponsoring this bill. And I won't read that because you can read that if you go online and read the bill. An act relating to the State Financial Administration providing for the use of certain federal dollars, federal funding, for costs associated with the enrollment of pre-kindergarten pupils in kindergarten education programs, the 2021 and 2022, 2022 and 2023 school years, and providing other matters properly relating to their end. Just two there, not in, just two there. In response to the COVID-19 pandemic, the United States Congress passed two bills that provided funding for education on the COVID coronavirus aid relief and economic security cares act, which was signed in 2021 into law December 27, 2020. I don't know what that was. Oh, the Act of 2021. Public Law Number 116 through 136 and Public Law Number 116 through 26. Um, 116 to 260, yeah. The CARES Act provides $2.95 billion in the National Governor's Emergency Relief Act. That's GEAR. G-E-E-R, an additional fund was allocated to Nevada at $26.5 million of that money, which will now be known as GEAR funding. An additional $4.05 billion was added to the GEAR fund by CRRSA Act, which is referred to the GEAR Act 2. GEAR Act 2 funding is allocated to the state of Nevada through the Department of Education for the distribution of grants for the costs associated with the enrollment of at least 500 500 
pre-kindergarten pupils in the kindergarten education programs in 2021 to 2022 and 2022 to 2023 school years. Now, there was no additional hearings that were noted on this bill, and it was introduced on March 22nd. And for the reality is, is that early Head Start pre-kinder, and I remember my days having the opportunity to sit on the Head Start Policy Council and to go to the PAC meetings and to integrate with other Head Start parents. And it was just a wonderful, empowering moment in which I really understood that through advocacy, your children can be successful. Now I'm going to read the bill itself. Probably going to read a lot of what I've already read. Let me see. Is it any more than... It's nothing more than this, truly. I don't have to read this again. But you have to understand that all of the policies and processes were established long ago. And for people who don't know how to make it work, well, make it work was aligned through the federal government. You have to have the right people to do the job. And people can't be apprehensive about about providing all children the same equitable access. And the expectation for the development of children must be across the board how many children at certain specific grade levels and, you know, transition times in life, you know, it goes K-3 and it goes 3-6 and then it goes 3-9. I mean, yeah, basically middle school, high school. 7-8 is middle. So it's all by itself basically and then 7-8 middle school. Then 19-11-12 high school. But when we look at our community or, you know, I'm going to claim it the black community and look at the children who are credit deficient in high school, the conversation must be had as we have gone too far off of the cliff because it's not an achievement gap now. It's just that some children did not receive the basic educational start and therefore they have been below basic and far, far below basic for a long time. But the discussion in my community, I'll say, the black community, has not happened. Please don't get offended that I talk about black community as if it's something different. Because truly, it is. If you just look at the videos that black people have produced for themselves and understand that the socialization is not attached to money, per se, but attest to the connection of human beings. And for the most part, truly, if you can engage with someone just spiritually, it's because, you know, they don't have the biases that are aligned with the visual perceptions of so many. It's it's a horrible thing when I sit back and understand that what happened at the Capitol and the number of people were there and the number that they actually are pressing charges against because of the influence on that day. But the reality is, is that 
for all my years in which I have witnessed socialization within a public school system. I've never witnessed such a dysfunctional community as the African-American community here in Clark County. And I don't know why it is that way. Perhaps it is that way because there are so many black people with lots of money here. And money is relevant to your quality of life, to your socialization skills, to your ability to engage in activities. Because there are so many people who have nothing, who don't mind showing up and getting the free handout. Because it is tedious sometimes. But guess what? If you have nothing else, well, of course, don't be foolish. Take the handout. What can I say? Should we look at public education as it is a handout or something that you are really not entitled to? So what they provide for you is different, which violates the Nevada Constitution, actually, because the local district can't create something that separates you from the path. (laughs) And quite frankly, public education... And as they're talking about behavioral, mental support or behavioral transition, that public education is a process of transitioning human behaviors to be more appropriately accessing their local economy or participating in the civic engagement of the oversight and the use of those dollars as we are a nation of immigrants. And there are immigrants from all over the world in Clark County. And the reality is, is that truly, what do we know if we know nothing at all? There are immigrants that exist in America. And they are allowed to participate with an active green card and the lobbying for public services. But I will say for my people who are on the cutting edge of engaging so many and understand when the power is shifted, like Nipsey became a liability to whatever was going on where he lived. Maybe it was beyond where he lived. Maybe Nipsey Hussle was affecting change within young individuals and he didn't have to socialize with them. He could connect them. I listened to an attorney yesterday, Shabazz, and he was in Carolina somewhere. And it was amazing. He was engaging with young people because I believe we can engage with our people given the opportunity. Yet the opportunity is restricted and is challenged by the over-abuse of authority within our communities as slavery was a reality. So do you think that sending a lot of officers into a party-type situation where there could have been more control with the activities that were organized for the people to participate instead of just hanging out doing spring break in, you know, Florida? I mean, the reality is, is that Every humans need to have activities and the activities are created 
from the socialization of people who are assigning the policies and local rules and local governance, but that comes from local people implementing or attempt to implement or an attempt at an implement of the federal standards. This bill that I just read to you that opened the doors for so many pre-kindergarten children as that access was so restricted by local institutions, local school districts. And they would take African-American children at the latest period of time from my understanding in talking to community members because I have talked to people who have engaged in the process and their children were delayed the access of the same opportunity as all other children as is documented or is it not documented in the data for early Head Start Head Start because that is a federal allocation of services and the dollars can be tracked in that program and then I heard legislation that talked about for not for profit Nonprofit organizations will, will now be required to submit, you know, their bookkeeping, whatever, annually to whoever is going to be overseeing that process. But it's written in a new law. And understand that laws are written to govern the society that we live in. And we elect people to help us facilitate access to the basic opportunities in life. And simply, if your rights are not being protected and your rights are being violated as a people, the demonstration of the maintenance of effort would demonstrate just what's happening within your local communities as the assumption or assuming of power to control individuals with least skills puts those people in a more greater circumstance of harm simply because there is no educational opportunities, the transition I mean, I wouldn't have anything to say if I believe that truly removing kids from their home placement, putting them in a program, demonstrated that it was benefiting those individuals. But my reality is, is that I can't find the data that demonstrates that the benefit or the maintenance effort for the community who's being most targeted from those policies that are implemented by the federal, by the state government, not the federal government. And then my level of understanding truly of the operation of any federal program and its access and its inability to restrict access to individuals. So, you know, we'll go back to the simple bill that has passed or there is no required additional conversations. This is just this is just an what do you call it? A direction given to Clark County and other school districts within the state of Nevada that they will be providing additional funds for pre-kindergarten and pre-kindergarten education programs. And you know, I'm gonna tell you, there is actually an arm of Head Start that can be implemented under early Head Start, under uh, preemies, premature babies and whatever. There's support provided by the federal government. It's amazing that all of the things that 
you can benefit from as a, an American citizen, even as an immigrant. Do you understand that, that little six-year-old child was walking across the border by himself as his parent and the parents of these people? I mean, but the process should be established that it shouldn't be immediate that they can come in and automatically qualify for resources and come on now. It's a transference of wealth to people who are not even generating those dollars within our community. And how unfair to black people who cannot seem to access the accountability of the offer of a free and appropriate public education. I'll slow it down. We cannot access a free and appropriate public education and expect that to happen individually affecting individuals as it does not and as the practice of conservatorship for young African Americans has just continued to increase in Clark County and I know what I'm talking about because how else could they have 15,000 youth homeless on the streets of Nevada any day, any time or how else could they actually take a six-year-old into the harbor. So what are the guidelines provided by the federal government when working with this population of children? Because I'm talking about a population of children who are deemed to have whatever, difference of required educational supports needed to help them transition to the real world. But that doesn't always happen. So my concern is is that there is a lack of educated parents. And a district has a requirement, and the state has a requirement to educate parents so that they know how to advocate for their children. And as the lack of advocacy, and the, and the certainly the conversation is not drilling down to the outcomes and the measured outcomes and the benefit of the structured investment. As we know, African Americans truly pay taxes in Las Vegas. As Las Vegas holds the nation to a level of exciting entertainment capital of the world. And so they've got now they've got madness and sports betting blocks or people who are showing up to bet, bet all different kind of sports activities are happening all over the wall in the casinos and people go in there and they, they, they kick it and they spend their money and the casinos are open the hotels are I mean we're looking at a city that is truly providing human capital services for people and people are making money off this But when the homegrown people, the people who are born here, the people who decide to live in Clark County, well, unless you have a lot of money, I don't believe, and you're living in the right area, because it's not even a right area thing. You have to know that the magnet programs and and the better programs are established in the highest poverty areas, as that's what we're funding, the concept of breaking the boundaries or the barriers for black people in who are chained by poverty 
But when poverty is not even looked at as a factor of acquiring any additional support for any additional subgroup, and when your subgroup of people do not have the ability to do outreach in the community, that's why I was amazed with that young man, Attorney Shabazz, because he was going door to door with young people who wanted and desired the same opportunities as all young people in America. And don't think the vision is different for my child versus your child, because we're only talking about the human condition in America. And all people want to have that quality life. And I'm telling you, if you ever have the opportunity to travel abroad, go to Europe. Because truly, the lifestyle and the family unity and the nation's togetherness happens. So usually, you know, between, what is it? I think it's um, siesta happens in Europe, but I think it's between three and six. And people close their bars and you can't get any gas. You can't do anything. Why siesta is happening? But, you know, just the mere understanding that every country is so very different. But in America, when you would have black people participate in the building of the nation and then deny their youngest children the opportunity to flourish in America, it's criminal to me. It's criminal to me that I don't know how they remove a child and a judge is involved in the removal of the child. And what demonstration, because they did say they do some type of assessment. I wonder how that assessment data is utilized while they're incarcerating these children and transitioning them supposedly to a safer, more better, productive environment. I am Darlene Anderson, and I raised three young African-American boys by myself. And the commitment that I looked forward and from the other parent was just a simple commitment of loving life for their own. And not every black man can do that. And I am totally aware that six feet under will happen before the love of oneself. Truly, we have to love our own and of my sons. And truly, no matter in the manner of the relationship and how it expired, the reality is I'm still standing with the ability to affect my children. And I'm not a, I wasn't a grandmother until this year. And then all of a sudden I'm a grandma and I have three girls, two and one on the way. And the ability to see the vision or to engage in the process is a real understanding that we have to sow the seeds of the harvest that we'd like to reap. And we have to be in our communities and create processes in which our people can establish a process to upward bound mobility. And that's just real. But the overseer of the process must be the intelligent people who understand the intent behind the purpose of public education in the first place. And for African-Americans, 
it is not to monitor behavior and then criticize and say animalistic things on the news because young people like to party. Because I saw not too long ago where white people were burning and torching cars and and they said it was a different kind of conversation. And they didn't go in and stop those white people from tearing up stuff whenever they were going on about the mask burning. I'm just sick of it. So therefore, reality check in 2021. My people have the same rights to access the same services as all people. We are only Americans in 2021. And this is Jeremy Anderson saying, yes, it's just like that every day for me. So therefore, I can give you a little bit of knowledge on my podcast here on Anchor. Enjoy your day. And may you become enlightened in 2021. E purbus unum, e purbus unum. Out of many, there are one. But out of one, there are none. So join me in this struggle and become the many. Today, it is almost in the middle of April, but just not quite there, April the 7th. And, you know, we're really talking about, you know, this money that's coming. It's called Gear Up. And uh, Gear Up and the CARES Act money. And it's coming to the state of Nevada. And I'll just welcome you and just inform you that, you know, education is where we all have to be. We all have to be educated citizens. And what does that look like? And what is citizenship anyway? And how many people actually reach full potential in their citizenship? And, you know, and what does it mean to to advocate for oneself? And what does it look like? And if you have children, I'd say that that is the beginning of your journey. After you have a child, there's so many things that you have to coordinate. And it's sad that we don't understand that there are real services behind the coordinated services that are offered to you as a citizen. But it's unfortunate that it's left up to the state to provide those services and to ensure the access happens. And the quality of support that you receive really is just going to come from the state effort. But I can assure you, you wouldn't know about that if you were a military brat or, you know, married to someone in the Air Force or the Armed Services. If you were married to someone who had a job, because services really are coordinated around the positions that you exist in, basically. And if you're poor, then you have to realize that everything that happens for you as a poor person, it's almost like the harvest. I mean, they just go in and and do full force. And that's just no lie. I mean, when I went to go get my teeth, uh, one tooth, I had a tooth that needed some support. And I went to Western Dental. And, you know, it was this young chick in there. And she scraped my teeth. And they decayed right at the gum line within two years. And when I went to the next dentist, she says, oh, you had work on your teeth. I would have done a better job. And I'm saying, wow. The deal is, is I didn't know I had work on my teeth, but I'm sure they build 
you know, they build Medi-Cal because that's what they do. They just, it's like they open it up and it's just like harvest time. Every time new people come in, it's kind of like the same way when I got, uh, I was going to get something done to my teeth. And this guy, he said, oh no, we could just pull all your top teeth and give you a permanent denture. And I said, hmm, because a couple of my teeth had broken because I went to the dentist in the first place, probably never should have went. And it's just unfortunate that, you know, as you get older, you can see how the system really works. And it's just really a harvest of you. So I created this podcast to really empower people so that they understand just the power that they actually possess as an individual. But it requires that you engage in the process. And if you've never engaged and you're not a winner, you have to act on everything. And that's just real. So when you have children, do you think that perhaps failure is an option? I'm the first one to tell you that failure is never an option. And actually public education is to engage, support, and benefit. But for my people, my black people, it seems to only work in the negative. So it seems that public education means Nightmares, chaos means that someone's trying to get into your business, trying to document you as an individual. And really, that's not what public education is all about. But if anybody's taught you anything, these last prior years prior to Biden, well, you should have woken up because you saw that in America, life is about wherever you make it. Mm. Where whatever you make it is real. But choice is what we're talking about. And in public education, you have a right not to fail. So what do they have to do, what I'm saying? You have a right not to fail, meaning that you have a right for it not to oppress you or make life hard for you because it's not supposed to be that. But for my people who have accepted that they have a right to punish and document you and that's something that they have a right to do. And I'm, I'm the first one to tell you, sure, they can document it. But then they also have to demonstrate what they did to change the behavior. And see, therein lies the trick. <clears throat> because if they did no work, <laughs> then they violated your due process rights. And you just have a right not to fail. And failure should never be an option in public education. Sorry about moving the phone around. And it just amazes me how many people allow their children to fail and then I had an opportunity to go to some program where they were telling you know dealing with kids that supposedly had hyperactivity or ADHD or whatever but you do know that ADHD they say it was created by a doctor or whatever that was just trying to put kids in a category that people found difficult to work with basically but life is about transitional skills And everybody learns something. And you just have to admit to yourself that if your child knows how to walk over there and turn the TV on, can recognize the TV's on, then perhaps they can recognize something. And it's about what can they recognize and what influences them and what drives change. Because everyone can change. And just when you know better, you do better. And that's just so real. I found that to be the realest statement of my life as when you know better, 
you do better. So in 2021, will you do better? Because I'm the first one to tell you that failure shouldn't be an option. And every human being that's enrolled in the public school, which is compulsory in nature, meaning that by law you have to attend. By law you have to participate. But you don't have to participate in the oversight process, meaning that you will pay taxes. But if you choose not to vote and talk about how those taxes are actually allocated, well, you know, that's kind of your business. And for black people, because we come into the system through so much oppression, and oppression is real, and so is discrimination. But I think that, you know, when they go through and they suspend people and kick them off TV and then let them come back, I mean, you know, what is, what, I mean, they didn't have to work through it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, Como, he's over there and, and people are actually offended by his behavior because he's a single man. I'm trying to understand that one. But he, perhaps he should have them organize what would look like, you know, sexual harassment and harassment and what it looks like so that those people could define the parameters in which they want to live and then establish the rules as we shouldn't need courts to do right from wrong in in that manner, in that sense. It's kind of like, why are we in the middle of R. Kelly's marriages? Because he married those women, those young women, and they married and divorced him and whatever. And some he didn't marry, but he was just sleeping with them. And he had children by them. And they were on the outs, but now they're on the downs. But I can tell you, it seems like he was just a very generous black man because he just had all of those black people that joined in the party. You know, backyard party. Just look at the video. It's a backyard party. And it is a backyard party because, I mean, when you see him and you know he's got some age on him. I think I'm older than him, but he's got some age on him. And, you know, but the young women, it's just like the Isaac brothers in that very disturbing video as, you know, he had like a 20-something-year-old. And she was in her negligee with her panties and stuff on and you could see that that's what she had night clothes on and he was standing there as an older gentleman I mean but if we're talking about age and all that and how it's wrong for older men to be with younger women but oh and that's a choice then everybody has choice but you know to me <clears throat> I can't get into what I see and if it doesn't you know if I don't see it as whatever I mean to each his own I'm not trying to get at him and that's just real each body I mean you know you have to understand that when you're old you're old you can't do what you could do when you were young and it's just like you know my husband he learned my ex-husband he learned the lesson as he chose a younger woman a younger woman who was his two older two years older than his son and uh, he broke his neck and and he was paralyzed and so she was bringing men in and she was fucking them upstairs or whatever and and he had a massive stroke and that's just real and that was his life and he chose it because he could have divorced her and he was a military retiree and he was injured on the job at Southwest and quite frankly he could have had 24-hour care if he wanted to pay for it 
but he got 24-hour heartache and not here anymore, but everybody makes their choice. I'm just happy that my sons are making choices that are good for them and making the choice to live life a little, you know, before we get all caught up in uh, other people's. I mean, but you know, you could choose and have a have have a good life if you have a good person that has your back and you have their back. And and I think I've raised some good young men. But I'm going to tell you, I mean, you just never know. So therefore, live your life slow. But if you have children, that obligation is yours to ensure the pathway supports them. And I do mean support. I don't mean failure and I don't mean documenting the inability to complete a task because the task has the right to be completed and the journey has a right to have a written process. And that is what I found to be so monumental about special education is that the pathway was written and the support was written. And the meetings were real. And you know, here they have one person and one teacher, and that's not a legitimate composition of a special education IEP team. No, there are members that should be participating. But moreover, I'm just trying to understand how they move children without any evaluations that determine that they have a problem. And just because somebody wrote it doesn't mean it's true. I mean, legally, that just baffles me because I don't see how they did it. And they just did it because they could, because this is a state that says, we the people and on our NRS, whatever code, 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 that they can do whatever they want to do. And now they have to talk about SB 543 and this pupil-centered funding plan and what the actual individual dollar every student generates because every student generates a dollar amount. But then if you have a special need, if you have an IEP, if you have a language proficiency, if you're homeless, and all these things add up to additional money. Now see, that's where the money is gonna go to to the direct campus to create these wonderful services. But see, that's not how it's been happening here. No, they created because they understood what a governor could do or what a legislator person could do is to divert the funding that your child probably generated and not make it come to you and then allow failure to be the only option of the offer of a fake that you receive. But a fake means a free and appropriate public education, meaning that you agree to the behavior support. But what perhaps you didn't understand is that the obligation still exists within the local school district to provide the academics supports all the areas that they said you weren't meeting but I just don't understand when we can't see any data that talks about the support that's happening on a local school site for the children who are not making it because they're just not making it and then they have solutions that were created by the legislative branch that would perhaps include 11 year old being uh, sent to juvenile hall or 
perhaps removed from the home, they have an explosion of children in foster care here. And that just means to me that they're not doing the training necessary to keep families together. And it just really depends on what the value system of the state would be or the people who live within the state. And therein lies the solution and the, and the cure as more and more people have to accept responsibility for engaging in the process. And I think I want to add this episode to what would be early access to education because it's critical that the foundational skills are afforded to you before you reach a certain age. Because at the third grade, they just socially promote you from that grade on. There's no, I mean, and so I don't even understand. I mean, every every district, every state gets to choose when they will have assessments to determine if what they're doing is good and it's helping the people. But if for your people, all they can do is offer <laughs> penitentiary time, I'm sorry. Who gave them the authority to take away your right to what would be a free and appropriate public education before you were even at the age of maturity? And where is the offer of FAPE? And how does the state even document and give anything for you? If it's putting you in the penitentiary and that you would make choices that because of hunger or desire for money or whatever, you know, because we understand marijuana and we understand marijuana is legal here and people are making money and marijuana hand over foot and believe me it's a it's a it's perhaps a drug that should have never been criminalized as it is better for you than the norco or the opiates or any man-made drug for pain because it allows you to manage your own pain and and live unaffected mentally you know, because it's not an addiction. People don't die from marijuana. <laughs> and that's just real. They don't even overdose from marijuana. So the Native Americans have been smoking the peace pipe forever. But the mirror it's the new cash crop. And people are going into business doing all kinds of things with hemp. And, and I mean, you know, it's about innovation being creative in America. I thought until until 2021 when I realized that perhaps people don't even understand that it's you who have the right to share whatever you want to share. And it is a right of freedom of speech. You have a right of freedom of speech and religion and and liberty. And I have a right to own the shit that I buy in my house. And it belongs to me. And no one has the right to take over ownership of the devices and stop them from working because they don't like what I'm doing. And who are you? I just want to know. I didn't ask for a master. I didn't say, master, can I come home? (laughs) This is not what I'm talking about. No, I'm talking about get a grip because we ready for the ride. And thank God for 2021 where we all witnessed the uh what's it called the revolution at the white house and understanding that we the people the black people who were enslaved in this country built the white house 
and perhaps we have earned our freedom and our right to oversee public services that are being provided to the people who look like us in our own communities. So move over, you know, too many people in the bed and the little ones say, good night. So, you know, it's all about, will you win? Will your voice be heard? And will you choose the opportunity for your children as now you understand who the harvest is? It's just us. And has always been black Americans. So I'll say like, subscribe, and follow me on Anchor. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And get a grip because truly this billion dollars is coming for learning loss to the state of Nevada where they couldn't find black children. They couldn't find black children to enroll them back in school. And where we have an 80% placement in the juvenile halls. And I will say, they intend on continuing to direct file to the adult prison at 16. And I say, wake up, America. Who says they deserve our children when they're not giving them an opportunity to learn? In 2021, you pay taxes. Will your voice be heard? Wake up in 2021 and engage in the process. Until we meet again, this is Ernie Anderson saying, E pluribus unum, out of many there are one, but out of one there are none in 2021.